Welcome to What's Hot Harlem America with G. Keith Alexander. The crossroads where culture, lifestyle, and community meet. All hosted by the legendary New York radio TV personality and proud Harlem American, G. Keith Alexander. Well, hey, thank you very, very much. I want to welcome everyone to What's Hot Harlem America. I am G. Keith Alexander. I want to say welcome to the neighborhood, to all the folks listening locally in Harlem and uh, domestically across the United States and internationally. Harlem supports our Harlem small black businesses and we also support our restaurants. So please order as much as you can to keep them alive. This is a wonderful uh, episode today. We are sitting here with uh, uh, a young man that uh, I'm going to tell you all about him, and then we'll get a chance to, to uh, have a great conversation. His name is Darren DeWitt Henson. He's an American choreographer, dancer, actor, director, and producer. Henson attended prep for PrEP, a nonprofit organization whose vision is to prepare New York City's top minority students for success in education and in life. He's known for his, instru his instructional dance video, Darren's Dance Grooves, and is perhaps best known for his portrayal as Lim Van Adams in the Showtime TV series, which he was on for four years or five years, called Soul Food, the longest running drama with uh, a predominantly African-American cast. Now, he was twice nominated for the NAACP Image Award for Outstanding Supporting Actor uh, in a dr drama series. And uh, he portrayed a struggling young husband and father in that series. He is, or he has, choreographed music videos and concerts for such popular music artists as Michael Jackson, Prince, Jennifer Lopez, New Kids on the Block, Britney Spears, Backstreet Boys, NSYNC, Spice Girls, and he's the winner of the 2000 MTV Video Music Award for Best Choreography for Bye 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 by NSYNC. He's currently starring in BET's drama series, The Family Business, in the role of Orlando Duncan. Welcome, please, to What's Hot Harlem America with G. Keith Alexander, Mr. Darren DeWitt Henson. Welcome, Darren. Oh, it's good to be here with you, brother. It's good to be here with you. It's so nice to have you. I mean, you know, it's like we've seen you for years uh, on television in these great roles, but a lot of us didn't know that you were such a great choreographer and you'd worked with the, the, the best of the best. Gee, holy moly. Look, let's take the Wayback Machine and let's start from the beginning. How was your life growing up in the Bronx? You know, it, it, when, I, when I think about it, it, it honestly warms my heart and brings a smile to my face because I, I wouldn't trade it. Growing up in the middle of, of it, the creation of hip hop, I grew up in the Bronx, a few blocks away from where Africa Bambata always had the Zulu anniversary jams. We were breaking, spinning on cardboards, learning how to pop and glide down the New, you know, New York City streets. And um, it was just a period of time, I think that was, that creativity was just bursting out of the seams, whether it came with graffiti or whether it came from street dancing or rapping or DJing or even the, the clothes. You know, we took pride in how 
how deep our creases were in our lead pants at that time, <laughs> you know? So it, it was, it was a definite uh, time where creativity, you know, was, was bursting out of its seams. Well, as a uh, street dancer, uh, you went through all, all of these various gyrations. How did you get discovered so that you were able to choreograph for some of the greats? Well, I'll, I'll give all of that, um, you know, credit to one person in terms of discovery. And that person is Lionel Martin. And I will forever say his name uh, because Lionel, uh, who had a production company at that time who was doing all of the music videos in and around New York for all the upcoming artists like BBD, um, Bobby Brown, um, you, you had SWV, you had uh, Color Me Bad. I mean, just so many people, Lionel Martin, classic concept productions. And Lionel gave me a chance. And the very first music video I choreographed was Don Newkirk. And um, he had a song called Sweat You and he was on Def Jam. And Lionel said, you know, I, I need a full choreographed video. And so I did Sweat You. And then right after that followed Color Me Bad with Sex You Up and SWV, So Into You and Right Here. You know, a lot of the early, you know, R&B videos. And Lionel Martin was that director that really took a chance and gave me an opportunity in the world of music videos. Well, that that's an incredible story. Uh, what launched you into acting? Well, acting was, for me, it was, uh, it was positive frustration. And, and I'll explain. So during the course of the years, and, and I have to say this because it just slips in, but the, the Backstreet Boys, I did not choreograph for. I choreographed for NSYNC. That was the other boy band. Um, but it somehow slips in. Um, uh, but really what happened was I was choreographing for the new kids on the block in, in the early 90s. And then um, later on in 1999, I choreographed for uh, Jordan Knight. And, and I really thought we were going to win an MTV Music Award at that time uh, for a song called Give It To You. He had a solo project and we lost to Vic, uh, Vida Loca by Ricky Martin. And that was a great guy to lose to at that time. But we really, really thought we deserved it and we really wanted it. And I remember I was so frustrated. I said, I was done. Now, by 1999, I had worked with uh, Michael Jackson. I worked with Prince. I worked with George Michael, Vanessa Williams, Vesta, Lisa Lisa, CNC Music Factory. I, I literally <laughs> wrote down all of the people that I wanted to work with and the vision came true. And so I was just very, very satisfied. Now, the interesting thing was, I was so frustrated. I said, I'm done. And I was really upset because I didn't win the MTV Music Award. So I decided to go out and, and try my luck with acting. And about three months later, uh, there was an audition for a television series called Soul Food. And I got the part. I, <laughs> I, I got the part playing Lem Van Adams. So I, I literally transitioned into being an actor just like that. And, you know, I, I knew this character, I knew him. And so I just studied uh, the lines. I remember getting dressed up and I remember watching Makai Pfeiffer over and over. I mean, maybe 20 hours a day because I knew nothing about acting other than I'm supposed to be this guy. 
So I studied his cadence. I studied his walk, what he dressed in. And, and I knew my lines and, uh, and, and won the part of Lem Van Adams. And subsequently, the interesting part was that year, that same year in 2000, Johnny Wright, who was the manager of NSYNC, called me and said they were released from their um, contract with Lou Pearlman. And uh, they were doing their, their solo album. They had a song called Bye Bye Bye. And so in June of 2000, I was pulled back into my dance sneakers again and created Bye Bye Bye. And that won for best choreography in September. So who knew that, you know, that was going to happen and the cards were, were dealt that way. But that's exactly how it happened. Well, you know, that's incredible. That's a fabulous story. You actually learned on the job to become that character. Yes. And, and so that lasted four or five years, right? Well, it, it lasted 20 years. It's still playing. <laughs> well, okay. Actually, yes. Okay. Uh, yeah. But, well, but our, filming, our filming time was about four to five years, yes. Incredible. So uh, that character, uh, compared to the character that you play now on the, on the family business, uh, which character do you like best? Or well, was... I, I, I love all of the characters that I play because there's a little of me in all of them. Um, but I think Lem Van Adams... Um, is different from Orlando Duncan because Orlando Duncan's a boss and, and Lem Van Adams was a street soldier. Huge difference, running a, a billion dollar company, being a creative, uh, creating some of the newest, you know, heat on the street opposed to Lem Van Adams, who was, you know, important in his character, a uh, young dad, father, uh, but he was a street soldier and he was trying to figure it out. Whereas Orlando Duncan is is a boss of basically an empire. And so there has been some growth over the last 20 years. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, in, in the role that you're in right now, uh, you're working with some great actors. And I mean, I, I've always been a fan of Ernie Hudson ever since the movie Congo uh, that he starred in. And uh, in fact, he I watch him now also on uh, L.A., um, uh, finest, uh, yeah. but, uh, and, and then also there is, um, Valerie, uh, Valerie Pettiford's, uh, uh, acting beast. You know, we shot a scene yesterday and once again, with, within the scene, the resonance that comes out of her is just, it's, first of all, it's majestic. And then, but it has so much power and, you know, she's mama Duncan, uh, mm -hmm. chippy Duncan. And to work with Ernie Hudson and, and Valerie Pettiford, um, to listen, to watch, to talk, to share with them is just phenomenal. And, and, you know, Valerie herself is a phenomenal dancer. She's a phenomenal performer. So I'm just surrounded by creative genius and I just soak <laughs> it all in. <laughs> well, I know Valerie and, and uh, her sister, Tanya, used to take my voiceover classes when I was teaching voiceovers. Uh, wonderful family. Uh, so what have been, what has some of the challenges been for you as uh, you've gained this fame? Uh, you know, I, Folks don't think about it who, who are not in the business, but as you 
become more popular and more confident uh, with your talent and, and people start recognizing you on the street and rec- uh, sometimes it's good and, and sometimes it has its uh, 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 bad uh, points. What challenges have you uh, had in uh, becoming famous? Well, a lot of times you, you, you hear about people crashing and burning and, you know, when, when there was drugs involved. And I went through not the drug problem because I've, I've never, never had that. I don't indulge at all. But I've, I've, I've had issues because to whom much is given, much is required. And, you know, there's a great um, tug of war that happens when you become a celebrity, when you become popular. Um, and, and a lot of times it happens within family, because if, if you're working um, as, as much as I have been blessed to do, then you have complaints within family, family members. Um, you, you have, um, you know, this, this gruntle family members who believe that they deserve um, <laughs> what it is that, that you're earning. Um, you have, uh, you know, with, within my family, um, you know, there's no secret. I've had issues with my children who are mostly adults now, um, but complained because I wasn't home because I was working, providing, um, life for them. So you, what I've learned in life is you can't make everybody happy. And I had to find out how to adjust and, and really not feel responsible um, for what other people should be responsible for. And that's their well-being when it comes to their maturation. You know, there's a, there's a saying, I am the bow and they are the arrow. And if I pull back in the right direction, then, then hopefully you'll, you'll hit the mark. And so what I found with, with my children formerly um, with their mom, and again, it's no secret, uh, depending on what someone has learned from their childhood, they kind of regenerate that in their children. So I've had issues with uh, my children um, and me being who I am. And I've, I've always told them, you're not me, you're you. Don't allow people to compare you to me. Be your own person, find your own loves in life, find your own passions and live there. Because where you find your purpose your passion also is, and vice versa. And then you can tell your own story your way. You don't have to do it in my shoes. And so those were some of the issues that I dealt with. And of course, more money, more problems. Anybody who makes a, um, you know, a, a paycheck that's a little bit larger than the average will, will always have some form of issues. And, and that comes with the game. How many children do you have? I have enough to keep me busy. (laughs) 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 I have enough enough to keep me busy, but I'm proud of all of them. All Mm -hmm. of them are amazing, incredibly smart, um, well-read, well-versed, and and mostly balanced um, (laughs) humans. Well, that's good. That's that's very good. Any of them uh, want to follow in your footsteps? Well, my one of my sons is a director, um, and so he's worked in the arts for many years. Graduated from a great university 
with scholarships. Um, and, um, and my other two sons are, um, uh, again, all over the age of 20. Um, um, one's 24, one's 23, and they are, you know, they love music. And so they, they got it honest and, um, you know, so rhythm is, is, is in our blood. So they, uh, are on the production side and, uh, doing very, very well at what they feel is their way of showing up in the world. That's beautiful. Uh, we, we've got uh, less than two minutes left, and I just want to remind our uh, listening audience, we're on Facebook. want to say hello to, to everyone uh, watching us on Facebook, uh, that uh, we're sitting here with Mr. Darren DeWitt Henson. You know him from all these other shows, but right now he's starring on the family business. I want to remind you also that you can call in if you'd like to uh, say hello to him. The number to call in toll-free is 866-472-5788. That's 866-472-5788. And we're going to take a break, and we'll be right back with What's Hot Harlem America with G. Keith Alexander. Don't go away. Harlem, Harlem America. It's about Harlem. Harlem is my town. Where Chase is advancing Black Pathways. Have you ever thought about hosting your own radio podcast to establish fame, fortune, and followers for your small business? People listen to them, they subscribe to them, and they love them. As a small black business owner, doesn't that sound like something you'd like to be a part of? Well, you can when you hire the radio podcast pros at Harlem America Digital Network. Imagine, you'll have a team of creative and technical professionals at your disposal and a one-hour weekly radio podcast to spread the word about your business. Making your business successful with its own media is not for the faint of heart, but it can happen with a Harlem America radio podcast talk show. Get a free consultation by emailing gkeithalexander at harlemamerica.com or call D. Daniels at 480-553-5741 today. You're listening to Harlem America, talking to the world from the heart and soul of New York. You're listening to What's Hot Harlem America with G. Keith Alexander. To reach our show live today, call in to 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. Also, you can send an email to gkeithalexander at harlemamerica.com. Now, back to the show. Hey, we're here with uh, Mr. Darren DeWitt Henson. For those of you who are listening uh, via uh, our radio podcast. Uh, remember that if you ever miss an episode, you can always go to harlemamerica.com to check out all of our episodes. And if you're so inclined to go to Voice America Talk Radio Network, you can find our episodes there as well. And don't forget, you can also subscribe to What's Hot Harlem America with G. Keith Alexander on uh, Apple Podcasts, iTunes, Spotify, um, Google Play, uh, we're, we're Stitcher, so you can subscribe so you'll never miss an episode. So, uh, Darren, tell me, you, you were telling me during the break that you're also starring on another TV show, and you're playing a detective this time. Tell us a little bit about that. Yes, the show is called Double Cross, and right now it's on the UMC network, which is actually changing to what we will know as All Black. 
the network, uh, streaming service, UMC to All Black. But the show is called Double Cross, and I um, and I play a hard-hitting detective on the show, and the second season is coming up. And so right now, uh, we'll be watching December 31st, the second half of the second season of The Family Business, and very soon, we'll be watching the second season of Double Cross. <laughs> well, okay, now... How are you, are they being shot on the same lot or, or with the same, how are you able to do both? Well, they're, they're shot at different times. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, again, I'm, I'm, I'm blessed and very, very lucky and just, just truly, truly thankful that we're able to work out the schedules, but they've been worked out for quite some time, which is why we're in the second seasons. That is amazing that you're able to do that and uh, that you've been blessed in, in such a way. So you, you're living out in LA. When's the last time you've been to this wonderful place called Harlem, which is a, a destination. It's a, 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 a community and it's a, a state of mind. Do you still have uh, your. Yeah, I, have, I still have family in New York. Um, we were there two months ago um, visiting um, and I uh, was very, very happy to be back in the city. I, I love my home. I love New York. I, I love Harlem. I love the Bronx. I, I love New York. Um, and so, you know, it's slightly different now. And so I'm, I'm very thankful that you're using your platform to, you know, let people know that they should still patronize the businesses there because, you know, the business is needed and we need the businesses. And uh, hopefully New York will be able to jump back, you know, in 2021 and kind of get back on our feet because we, we are very resilient. You know, if you can make it there, you can make it anywhere. That's so right. take it on, New York. Yeah, there you go. So um, do you feel like you want to be known, if, if you had to be known for one or the other, actor or choreographer, which one would you want to be known for? I put my heart in everything that I do and um, I'll leave that up to the people to choose. Everybody has a a different uh, desire or a different like ability. And some people love what I created as a choreographer and some people love what I'm doing as an actor. I'll leave that up to the people, you know, after I'm gone it, it won't be about what I want anyway. It'll be about what people, you know, tapped in, tuned in and turned on to when it comes to Darren Dewitt Henson. So I'll leave that up to them, but I'm not going to wait for somebody to write about me. I'm going to leave them the juice while I'm here. So, you know, what format they'll put it in, I don't know, but they'll be able to say that, yeah, he was an author. You know, he, he was an actor. He was a, a dancer. He was a choreographer. He's a dad. He's a brother. He's a son. And, um, you know, I'll, I'll leave it up to them, but I give thanks to the, the most high for allowing me to do what I love to do because I really love the arts. I really love the arts. And, uh, and that's why I'm, I'm still in it today because I love expressing myself through the arts and I'll find whatever I need to find to consistently do that. And, and I have a new platform, the Darren Henson channel on the XOD network. So people have to download the app if they want to see the movies I've produced, I've directed, um, um, some, some new content that I have coming out in the reality form. Actually, we have a East Harlem true story 
with Tony Minaj right now. It's a documentary about a vocalist that's on the Darren Henson channel on the XOD network as well. Well, that's well. Let's talk about your um, your being a creator. You're producing and directing. Uh, let's talk about that. Some of the shows that you have uh, created. Well, you know, very early on, I knew that I didn't want to just sit in the acting shoes. I'm a producer. That's how I created Darren's dance grooves. Even within dance and choreography, that's production. That's producing. Um, that's putting things together. So I knew I was very good at that early on. I was good at creating. Um, and then you build your team. And it's it's just something that we must do. And, and this goes out to, to anybody who's in creative mode or who wonders how to. There's no particular book. As you can see, as an actor, I didn't get in the, the normal way. I just went and did it. You apply yourself, programs, thoughts, actions, results. The way your mind is programmed, how you think, how you act becomes a result of your life or lack thereof. So don't procrastinate. If you have a dream, desire, or goal, apply yourself now, research it today. Ask a question, move forward, advance yourself every day. Even if it's a little bit, apply yourself because you never get a non-used day back. You don't get it back. That's the only thing we can't get back in life is wasted time. So focus on what it is that you truly want and how you want to show up in the world and then just do it without apology. And that's all that I'm doing now. I'm living out the dreams that I have, the goals that I have, and the desires that I have to express myself simply to the world this way. And it's through production. So while I'm acting, I'm still producing and I'm giving other people opportunities to showcase their work, like the, the East True Hollywood story with Tony Minaj on the Darren Henson Network on XOD. Well, you know, that's exactly what Harlem America uh, is uh, set up to do. We've got our radio channel and our TV channel, and we're going to be looking for content for, for, for both the radio channel and the TV channel and to give people an opportunity to show their talents, to, to uh, learn. Uh, perhaps some of them will be learning on the job, but it's an opportunity to uh, give people uh, a, a place like Harlem gave me an opportunity. Okay, right. if, if, if it wasn't for the Apollo Theater and if it wasn't for WBLS, which was in Harlem above the Red Rooster and the Amsterdam News, then G. Keith Alexander might not be here right now. So right. Uh, it's, 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 it's giving back and, and that's great. So now you mentioned being uh, an author. Yes. What, what have you written? that we should know about? Well, I have, I have four books. One was nominated for an NAACP um, award. Uh, and the first book uh, is a book of uh, written poetry about my life. So it's literally my journey from childhood to adulthood. Um, and that's called Intimate Thoughts and the Spirit of Change. And that was the one that was nominated for an image award. The second one was called Ain't That the Truth? Acknowledge, Admit, and Invite Truth into Your Life. And that's a book of positive affirmations. The third book is called Pregnant with Thought, because we all are. We can't have a thought and expect it to mature without giving birth. 
you have to birth your thoughts, right? And your ideas. And, and you have to nurture them, which is natural. Nurturing is natural. And it is natural to nurture. And the, the last book is called Life Teachable Moments. I think, therefore, I am. And it really is a conversation about awareness and what goes on in life and about responding and not reacting and about being aware of who, what, when, where, and why. Who to, who not to, when not to, where not to, what not to. And so it's a, it's a book that's in the same vein as a Think and Grow Rich um, or, or, or How to Access Power. Um, and so being that I've gone through these schools of thought, being that I have lived a life, I have worked with greats, what I do is I now transition to those thoughts and ideas into books for people who desire to learn, um, who want to be better today than they were yesterday. Some of these books hopefully will help guide them to their path and their yellow brick road of what they desire for themselves. And then, I'm sorry, go ahead, continue. No, and if that's not enough, I also created a line of shirts, which is called God's Billboard T-shirts, which anybody can get on godsbillboardt-shirts.com. And I created that this year while people were in quarantine because there were a lot of people going through depression and anxiety. And so I felt like I had to express in a way where I couldn't be everywhere at one time, but a shirt can, and we can all be billboards for God by wearing a God's billboard t-shirts. And some of the t-shirts logos say, uh, I am more than enough. And I approve this message. (laughs) One of the other shirts says, I'm already validated by the most high. I don't need your approval. (laughs) The other shirt says, I'm a spiritual warrior. I fight my battles through prayer. And one of the other shirts says, good things take time. So don't ask my age. So they're fun <laughs> shirts and they're positive affirmation shirts. They feel good. And, uh, you know, we've had great support all over the country with them. And I think they're helping people. Darren, I thought I was a bad dude. But <laughs> listening to you, uh, I feel inadequate. <laughs> I feel like I'm not doing enough. Oh, not at all. I'm wasting time and crackers. Where do you find the time to do all of this? I just, I just had fun doing it. You know, there's 24 hours in a day. Most people say they need more time. I say that's incorrect. You just need more focus. You can do anything that you want to do. A person can acutely focus on something in a very short period of time and get more done than somebody spending a week. It's about focus. That's really what it's about. Focus. Follow one course until successful. Follow through. Just follow through. And when you do that, and when you're honest with yourself and others, you no longer waste time because now you're focused. It's acute. You have a straight line to that in which you want. And I don't write to-do lists. A lot of people write to-do lists. You always have more to do. Write an outcome list. Write an outcome list. Explain and clarify the difference between the to-do and the outcome list. Again, a to-do, you'll always have more to do. There's always something else to do, right? So that list never ends. But an outcome list is a destination 
when you know you've arrived there. So in other words, if I say um, I, I, I want to create a line of T-shirts that's going to make people feel good, it's going to affirm their existence, it's something that can be a billboard that other people can see in their passing. So it, 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 it's something that creates a cacophony, right? It, it, just, it just gets bigger and bigger and bigger to this crescendo. Well, the outcome list says, I want to do this. You work up to the point where it's done. Now it's done. It's done. The outcome has happened, right? Mm -hmm. So the outcome happens and now things come out the way that you desire. So the outcome and then things come out. To-do list, there's just always more to do because something is always happening. Yeah, well, I hey, you know, sometimes I'll look at my to-do list and and there's a, a whole litany of things that I've put down. And then I say, oh, wait, well, I forgot something. I got to do this and I got to do that. And you never get a chance to finish what it is that, you know, you actually started on, with, on the to-do list because you're Be so, yeah. Because always more to do. That's the subject, right? So to-do list. To do, to do, to do, outcome, outcome. This is the outcome that I desire. This is the outcome that I want. I'm going to focus on whatever I need to do to get the outcome. What actions do I need to take to get this outcome? And once the outcome is done, it's done. And then you work on another outcome. That's how you do it. Incredible. Are you working on, I'm sure in your mind, there's another book that you, you've been thinking about, right? Uh, are, Yes and no. Um, um, there is another book inside of me, um, and I, I think it's it'll probably be the last one that I write. Um, but I got a, a little bit more life to live. I got a lot more life to live before I write that one. Um, but it's going to be a book of thank yous. It's going to be a book of I appreciate yous. It's going to be a book of thank you for taking the time and teaching. It's going to be a book of thank you for the sacrifices. It's going to be a book of, of I hope that I'm leaving this for the next generation and that kind of a book. It's, it's going to be an open letter book. You are an incredible individual. And I am very happy to be able to sit here and, and have you on the show and for you to, to uh, espouse your interests and, 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 and the way that you see the world. And, and, and just to hear you say that you're going to write a book that's going to thank everybody, that show your appreciation. I mean, that's, that is an incredible uh, gift to the world. Wow. So anyway, before we go any further, we've got about, uh, oh, about two minutes left here. Uh, give me a, a little funny anecdote that has happened on the set of uh, the family business that you'd like to share with us. We have such an amazing cast. Miguel Nunez is one of the funniest people. <laughs> I, he doesn't turn off. Um, you know, Sean, Javicia, Arrington, I mean, just, just everybody and, and the whole tri-destined crew, you know, one of the things, and it's, and it's bringing an emotion out of me right now because we really are a family. Mm -hmm. 
And we discover each other every day on that set. And, you know, there's so many moments that that happen. I remember one scene where I was supposed to be running down the stairs. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm chasing this guy um, in, in the first season and I have a gun in my hand and I'm running down the stairs and, you know, I like to take two stairs at a time. Well, that day I shouldn't have because my behind walked down more than my feet did. And it's moments like that where I slipped. And and then as I was slipping, I just stayed there. It was like, boom, 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 boom. And I kept, and, you know, we had a big laugh at that time or, you know, it's just, you know, Miguel will come around and put hot sauce on your lip if he finds you falling asleep in between scenes and you'll wake up burning. And, you know, we just have fun. We just have fun on set. I have a, a, a photo uh, uh, with Miguel uh, that we took years ago uh, at the Beacon Theater. Uh, very funny guy. Very, very funny guy. So. Do you, do, we, we've got, uh, let's see, maybe about uh, 30 seconds left before we go to our second break. Is anyone you'd like to say hello to right now, real quickly? I would, I would like to uh, just uh, give a love shout out to my entire family. I love you all. I miss you all. Stay safe. Um, I want to say rise in power and rest in peace to Tommy Tiny uh, Liston, um, who we all know as Debo. Um, who we heard recently made his transition. Oh, I didn't um, know that. Yeah, con- condolences to his family. Um, we heard the news yesterday when we were on set filming. We're actually filming the third season of Family Business right now, um, and uh, we just we just send so much love to his family and condolences. And um, I just want to say to the fans um, that have been supporting me, um, who I call friends. Thank you so much because it's because of you I'm able to consistently do what I do because without your interest, um, productions and producers and directors wouldn't be interested in me. So thank you so much for always supporting my high numbers in everything that I do. And please uh, take take the advantage and the opportunity to get one of the God's Billboard t-shirts and become a billboard for God at God's billboard t-shirts.com. And um, I'm just, uh, I truly am thankful to you, Mr. Alexander, for giving me this interview and allowing me on your platform um, so I can tell just a little bit more of my story. I'm thankful. Well, the story is not over yet. Your final chapter has not been written. We're going to take a break right now and we'll be right back with What's Hot Harlem America with G. Keith Alexander. The home of Glasso Smart Water is Harlem, America. Have you ever thought about hosting your own radio podcast to establish fame, fortune, and followers for your small business? People listen to them, they subscribe to them, and they love them. As a small black business owner, doesn't that sound like something that you'd like to be a part of? 
Well, you can when you hire the radio podcast pros at Harlem America Digital Network. Imagine you'll have a team of creative and technical professionals at your disposal and a one-hour weekly radio podcast to spread the word about your business. Making your business successful with its own media is not for the faint at heart, but it can happen with a Harlem America radio podcast talk show. Get a free consultation by emailing gkeithalexander at harlemamerica.com or call D. Daniels at 480-553-5741 today. You're listening to Harlem America. I love it a lot. For entertainment. Check it out, check it out. Empowerment and health and wellness. Harlem America. You're listening to What's Hot Harlem America with G. Keith Alexander. To reach our show live today, call in to 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. Also, you can send an email to gkeithalexander at harlemamerica.com. Now, back to the show. Thank you so very, very much. We're here with uh, Darren Henson. And uh, Darren, we were just talking about your uh, chapter uh, in your book uh, uh, has not been written yet, your final chapter. But in the meantime, during our break, you were talking to our Facebook fans and you were telling them to go to where to, to support the Zulu wedding page on Facebook. Uh, I've been nominated um, for an AMA award. Uh, my Africans. Uh, uh, family, the diaspora out there, they, they know exactly who they are. The Amas are like the Oscars and it's being held in Nigeria. I was nominated in Africa for best lead actor in a movie. And that movie is Zulu Wedding. Big shout out to Deneo Sekileoni, um, the director and writer of Zulu Wedding. Uh, so I'm just, again, I'm I'm in awe of, of, of just how the Most High is moving uh, in my life and, and just have so much gratitude. So the AMA Awards happening this, uh, this month uh, in Africa, in Nigeria, Best Lead Actor nomination for Zulu Wedding. So, Well, congratulations for the nomination. And we're, we're certain that you're going to win the uh, <laughs> win the award. I feel like I won already just being nominated in Africa. I mean, it was just, it was a dream come true just to go to the continent and in South Africa and just, you know, love on and be loved, you know, by um, my brothers and sisters out there. It was just phenomenal. We filmed in Johannesburg and in Durban, and it was just one of the greatest experiences of my life. So I'm just, I feel like I won already. So now, uh, are there any uh, charities that you support? We donate uh, all the time. Um, you know, United Negro College Fund, uh, NAACP, um, some some personal um, homeless organizations. You know, in my area um, where we are, but uh, we don't we don't wait till you know Christmas time or Thanksgiving. This is you know in perpetuity. So um, we, we tend to, to do it often and with much love and gratitude in our hearts. And for years, I was involved with the M.A. Lee Scholarship Fund, where we made sure that high school students went to um, 
to college with scholarships we provided for them, the M.A. Lee Scholarship Fund. Who are some of the uh, actors you would like to uh, work with? Delroy Lindo, Sam Jackson, Denzel Washington, John Travolta, um, just just to name a, a few. And, um, and, and I'm really focused on that happening and, and pray that it will, because these actors, Don Cheadle, uh, these, these actors really um, have taught me a lot. Um, personally, I've had personal conversations with some of the gentlemen that I just mentioned, mm-hmm. and they have just afforded me the opportunity to continue to go, grow, and glow. And so I hope I get some in, you know, on-screen time with them. That's beautiful. The, uh, last week, we had the iconic Richard Roundtree uh, of, of Shaft fame, but so many other uh, uh, movies and, and, and television shows, uh, especially, uh, you know, the, the, the ones that he's, he, he's in now. He was in uh, Being... Uh, LA, yeah. yeah. Well, uh, he, he was, he was on Being... He was also on Soul Food. You yes, know, with played, you. Yeah, he played Uncle Hardy on Soul Food. I love Richard. And uh, we, we have great conversations. And, um, you know, I haven't had a chance to smoke a cigar with him. But the next opportunity I get, I'm going to take advantage of that. <laughs> well, tell us something about Richard that uh, happened on, uh, the, on uh, Soul Food that uh, you think the audience might like to know. Richard has a million and one stories. I mean, he's really a griot of of stories. And I mean, you know, him, you know, Diane Carroll, you know, having them on set was just, again, it's just like being hugged by historical love, right? Richard is, um, you know, he's a big brother, but he's a father you know, on set, you know, and, and, and he'll tip boy, you know, boy, you know, <laughs> boy, boy, you something else. Like, you know, my character Lem was always getting in some kind of trouble. He said, boy, you handling that, you know, it was, it was, it was always a great word. It was love. And, um, and, and he always did it the, the, the Richard way, you know, he was, he always ex- extends himself out and will tell you a, a, a great story. Um, and so, you know, when I when I when I think of of Richard, I think somebody of someone who's easy going, um, who has so much power, but it's all grounded. Um, and when you're in a scene with him as an actor, and this is what's so great about him, he's so giving as an actor. He makes you better as an actor because he's so giving. He makes you better. And Richard, I, I hope you, Richard, I hope you're listening. I hope you heard that. And, you know, he, can dress, and he can dress his ass off. He, <laughs> <laughs> he got yes, some rims and some suits for you. And he's got his long cigar. Uh, he, he smokes the cigars from Caracas. Uh, yeah. And yeah. Uh, he loves his what he calls brown water, which is bourbon. <laughs> That's yeah. right. Yeah. Dips that cigar in it. Yep. Yep. Yeah. So uh, ultimately, say 20 years from now, where, where do you see yourself 20 years from now? <sighs> On a warm beach in the sun. Um, <laughs> yeah. 
um, you know, I want to be healthy. Being healthy, that's happiness. Ask anybody who's been sick. I want to be healthy. I want to see my work make a difference. I want to know that the energy that I've used and am using helps to give somebody an opportunity for their life and inspire them. I want my legacy to be of creativity and empowerment, meaning I thought about it, I did it, and so can you. I want to make sure that my children are um, empowered by what I've done for them. I want to make sure that they are utilizing their gifts their way so they can consistently, in perpetuity, show up in the world the way that they've imagined. I want to use my platform, my voice, my energy to remind people consistently to be creative. Because if you can't see it before it's there, it never will be. You have to see it before it's there in order for it to show up. So be creative, tap into your creativity, tap into ideas and imagination. And so I'm gonna imagine myself being loved and loving, being wealthy from that love, first of all and foremost, and being creative until the time comes and just being in a space of loving and giving. Here, here. You and I have a good friend by the name of Ronnie Wright, photographer yes. to the stars. Yes. He told me to ask you, what was it like working on Soul Food? First of all, I love you, Ronnie. Um, and we are longtime friends. And for me, working on Soul Food was, is historical, passionate. It was school. It was a labor of love. It's a timeless memory. And it stands out for many reasons. My best friend who made his transition in 9-11 is a fireman, Steve McCardo. I say his name again, Steve McCardo, helped me study my lines so I could audition for soul food. So while I was doing soul food the whole time, Steve was there with me. And to all of those people who have dreams, look at me, dreams do come true. Your thoughts manifest things. I love the entire cast of soul food. We are all family on and off screen. And it just really, says to me, if you can dream it, you can live it. I concur with you on that. 
I concur with you on that. So, you know, we're about winding down, but uh, is there anything that you would like to tell us about why we should watch the family business? The family business is much watch TV because it's in the same vein as soul food. It's food for the soul. It talks to you about family. It talks about showing up for family. It talks about doing whatever you have to do to maintain the connection with family. It's must-see TV. It's action-packed. It's loved. It's sexy. It's beautiful. It's produced by some of the most amazing people. Andy Brown, Trey Haley, Veronica Nichols, uh, Jeff Lamb. It's written by Carl Weber. Super amazing, prolific writer, Carl Weber. And in my opinion, one of the best shows on television. Anything that we should know? No, perhaps you, you can't share with us your arc as to uh, what's going to no, happen. No spoiler alerts. But what I can tell you is Family Business will be back on on December 31st on BET Plus. BET Plus, the family business. You can stream the second half of the second season on New Year's Eve. That's good information to know. Yeah, New Year's Eve. And then the Double Cross television series will be back on the UMC network. I think that we'll be seeing, which will be all black again, change of names. Um, and I think that commercial will be out very, very soon. Um, if people want to get in touch with me, my website is darrenhenson.com or you can go to godsbillboardtshirts.com. My Instagram handle is I am Darren D. Henson with the blue check. There's a lot of copycats out there. Mine has the blue check. Um, and again, I love you, brother Alexander. I, I love you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. That's so nice of you to say. We've, we've got less than two minutes, but I know that you used to listen to Frankie Crocker on WBLS and, yes. that you, and, and, and you can sing the song, uh, the, uh, the, the song that uh, we played. Blues. Yes, Moody, Moody's Blues. There I go, there I go, there I go. So oh, yes. in, the, in the vein of Frankie Crocker, we're getting ready to leave here right now. <laughs> <laughs> but this has been a, a great, great interview. Uh, and I, I, I feel like it wasn't an interview, it was a conversation, and you had a lot to say. And I want to thank you for coming to What's Hot, Harlem, America. I'm G. Keith Alexander. Thank you for listening on uh, wherever you're listening and watching on Facebook. And check us out every Friday at 1 p.m. Eastern, 10 a.m. Pacific. Thank you so much. Bye-bye. God bless you. Thanks for listening to What's Hot Harlem America with G. Keith Alexander. We'll be back next Friday at 10 a.m. Pacific Time. That's 1 p.m. in New York on the Voice America Variety Channel and the Harlem America Digital Network. Thank you for listening.